This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. And today we are very thankful to have Carly with us. Carly, tell me how you pronounce your last name real quick. Dizon. Okay, we just talked about that and um, you had said it was your married name and maiden name and then I forgot. Um, <laughs> so anywho, thank you so much. We've my name is Maria Desmondi. I am from Cardinal Rule Press. I'm the publisher at a children's picture book publishing company. And we have been really excited about the series because we are getting to know agents and really being able to connect with the writing community on what is expected, what are some do's, what are some don'ts. And one of the things that people have really been enjoying is hearing about how agents have gotten into the industry um, on their journey. So welcome, Carly. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So let's begin about your journey. So is this something when you were, you know, studying in school, did you say, I want to be an agent? Give us the quick synopsis on your journey. So actually in uh, 2016, I applied for a scholarship to the San Francisco Writers Conference, which is here in the Bay Area. Great conference. If you have not had a chance to come out, it's a great way networking and there's great people in the classes are fantastic. I'm not biased at all. But in 2016, <laughs> I won a scholarship because I was an, I'm, I'm an author. I love to write. I've always been a writer. You know, the whole writer stories that you've written since you were a kid. That was me. I loved writing. Um, so I applied there and um, one of the one of the awards was to have lunch with Lori McLean, um, which is the, which she is co-partner for Fuse. Um, I didn't tell everyone that that's where you are working. It's Fuse, yeah, Fuse Literary. Yeah. Literary. So um, I had lunch with her and this was um, after a couple of days of being at the conference and I've met so many agents and their passion for the job and their excitement was infectious and a part of me just like felt alive in that moment of hearing them talk about their authors. So I told Lori, I said, you know, I want to be you. I, I want to do what you're doing. I want to be a champion for other authors because I, as an author myself, I, I see the passion that goes into the work, the, the heart that goes into the work. And I said, I would love to make other people's dreams come true and be the voice and business partner in this beautiful, beautiful industry that is the publishing industry. So um, I started with Fuse Literary as an intern with Trisha Skinner. Um, I was her reader, her slush pile um, kind of management. And then I moved on to being an associate agent. Um, Lori promoted me 2019, January, 2019. Wow. Yeah, so I was a reader for a few years. A big part of what we talked about in the interview yesterday was the power of relationships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just kind of hit me for writers. Um, if the, you said it's infectious, like that, that passion that they had in connecting with writers, you're a writer yourself. So this is always, because I'm always telling writers, you know, at the beginning, you're not going to be making a million dollars. And <laughs> that is very <laughs> uncommon. And so a lot of the authors that we bring on in Cardinal World Press, I do coaching and I say, you know, consider your, your streams of revenue and think about what you love about writing. And maybe you on the side, you charge people for editing, or maybe on the side, you help people with story development. Yeah. And in your case, agenting, like it's all part of the, you know, revenue stream of a writer and somebody who is passionate about literacy. So I think that's really powerful. Um, and you're connecting. Yes. So as you a writer, Mm -hmm. You nail it on the head in the, in the fact that, you know, yes, we, 
we would love writing and agenting to be our primary source of income. We want to be able to make millions off of it, like your bestsellers. But um, what needs to drive, and I tell this to every author I meet, especially those who are just starting off in the publishing industry, is that this should really just be about passion. Because if you're focused on the money and you don't sell your first book or your second book or your third book, then you've lost your drive because now you're only thinking about what's going into your pocket versus if you keep it your passion, your love for the word, your, your love for creating these characters and how they lead you and create the world that you never even expected to, that's going to drive you to continue writing. So I think the passion is really just where it needs to be. The, the feeling, that flame, that like engulfs you while you're, while you're doing what you love. Yeah. And one of the things I had said to you before we went live, I said, you know, Carly, we've talked about so many different things in this interview series. I want to bring something unique to this call. And actually that's where it is, <laughs> is having <laughs> passion and, and doing writing for the right reasons. Yes. Like that, writing for the correct reasons. Um, yeah, because we've, we've talked about, you know, we've talked about what does the job of an agent look like? Um, what does the uh, submission process look like? What does acquisitions look like? Um, what does the relationship between the agent and their authors look like during the process? Um, and we didn't really touch too much on what does it look like after the book is already published. So maybe we can talk a little bit about that. Sure. Um, um, when it comes to, to, I guess, post getting it published, of course, you're going to have your marketing. You're, you're going to have to find ways to get your book out there. You know, some publishing houses do offer some sort of marketing in terms of um, getting your book out there. But a lot of it is author work. You, you know, you work with your agent to get your books read um, in libraries, in bookstores. Um, you have to schedule your own appearances. Um, and then, of course, amongst doing your own marketing, working with your agent for the marketing portion of it to get word about your book, you're continuously writing. So it doesn't just stop when you sell your first book. You should be ready to have a second or third or fourth book ready um, so you can keep producing that money. Because even though you you publish something, you you aren't guaranteed that's going to make you that money that you're you're trying to make this uh, your primary job. Yeah. And then you have to consider too, we talked about timelines. It's about, you know, nine months to a year to mm -hmm. find an agent, right? That's like probably on the lower end. And then it's another, gosh, in our, in our situation, our timeline is like 12 to 18 months to produce the book. So that's already almost two years out. And that's not even taking into account finding a publisher who wants to, oh, to produce the book. You're so, right. We missed that part. Agents? Yep. We talked about agent and then we talked about producing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> now there's a long timeline. So during that time that you're finding an agent, or maybe you've picked up an agent already and you're, you're trying to sell that book, um, or even if you've sold the book, writing should continuously happen. Um, it shouldn't be banking on only one work. You know, you don't want to, mm. you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. I like that. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So as a writer, you should be working with your critique groups. Yeah. You should also be pitching agents if that's, you know, the route that you want to go. But at the same time, I love that you suggested you should also be continuously writing and having a few manuscripts in your back pocket yeah. so that when, yeah. Yeah. So a rule of thumb, um, and this is, I learned this from Lori. Lori is a great, great mentor. She's been in the industry for a long time, is that it typically takes about your fifth or sixth book to sell. So you write your first book. You're really, really excited. You're like, this is my baby. This is the one that's, this is the one that's going to sell. 
And then you start pitching it to agents and maybe, maybe no one picks it up and then you lose that kind of excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of authors at that point want to just shut down. And it's not about that. It's about, okay, what next inspires me? And while this book is being pitched, what else can I work on? Um, because it's not so much that in a, that you have poor writing. It's, it's not necessarily that. And it could be that your work still needs to be edited. Um, the work needs to still, um, maybe the angle that you've taken the story isn't capturing the magic that your story could be capturing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it also comes down to business. Are those books already been purchased recently? So if they've already been purchased, you can't sell that book again. Maybe it's a, um, a genre or a topic that's already been overdone in the last six to 18 months. So if we see that we can't sell that book, we're not going to pick it up and have it sit on a shelf and wait for your next one. Um, so there's so many other variables that affect just picking up an agent and then not just picking up the agent, but finding an editor to fall in love with that book also. Yeah, so continue with writing. Yeah. And, you know, you also mentioned market research and that's something that, uh, you know, the first couple of years that we opened at Cardinal Rule Press, I was taking it and reading all the acquisitions before hiring an, an acquisitions editor. And one of the biggest things I saw, two things. One, authors were not following guidelines. So I was, you know, we take a specific type of picture book and they were submitting something completely opposite of that. And I just feel like that's a waste of your 15 minutes to create the cover letter, to send the email. Um, And then two, market research. Don't overdo what's, you know, already being done in a saturated market. So for example, right now, let's see, we're in 2020. I would say in 2022, we're going to see a lot of books that are about disappointment and overcoming disappointment and just the the after effects of 2020. So, um, you know, and actually last night I I went into a rabbit hole on Amazon reading, um, reading about different books, children's picture books about masks. Oh, yes. And I was reading reviews and I was like, just so impressed that these books are already out there in the market and have like 2000 reviews. And we're in the 10th month of 2020 of this pandemic, but there's already books out there, you know, being read. And so you, you want to consider the market what's happening right now. Um, And I've heard from publishers that um, when they're reading right now with their acquisitions editors, you know, they don't really, they're looking for books that are for people going through what's happening right now. So consider that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard because you don't want to tell an author, okay, so you have this story and it's already been done. So don't write it. It's, I think more than anything, authors need to be mindful that, that it may not be picked up because it's done already, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they shouldn't write it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, could you do it better? Probably. Yeah, maybe. And, And the great thing is say that you have a story that's already been written or that it's being sold already on the shelf right now. And you see a lot of them. It doesn't mean that you can't write it, write it because it calls calls to you. The story is alive in your head. Um, the characters, and I try to do this, the characters are talking to you and regardless of whether you want to ignore them or not, they're going to keep you up at night. Mm -hmm. So write the story get it to a point where you're happy with it. And if you pitch it out to a few agents and no one's really picking it up, put it on the shelf. You have another work there waiting for you to tell an agent. So say another agent falls in love with your second or third or fourth story, then you can say, hey, by the way, I also have this first or second or third book that I wrote. If you love this, here's other works that I have available for you to sell. And that's fantastic. As an agent, that's what I love to hear that you are continuing 
despite what the market is calling oh, for. I like that. I like that. And Carly, I have one last question for you today. Um, how often are you checking in with your clients? So you talked about the marketing aspect and that's kind of what I'm really curious about is after the book is published, are you checking in every few months, sending them emails of ideas that you may have or that pop up here along the way? So I, it's hard to say because obviously every agent is different in how they approach it. Um, when I tell authors, even authors who aren't querying me directly, I tell them that they need to find an agent that has a business perspective of that fulfills what they're looking for. So if, if they need an agent who is primarily just there to sell their book, or if they need an agent who is their best friend, that they're working with them, you know, hand in hand throughout the whole process, you know, there's agents for that will fulfill each of those. For me, I'm very hands-on. I love to talk to my clients. We talk, um, I try to get on the, on a zoom chat or some sort of vi video chat with them about once a month, but I send them about weekly, every other week emails, just to, just to see what they're doing, how they're doing, motivating them because especially during this pandemic or we're stuck in the house all day, it can be very, very, um, easy to withdraw and lose momentum and passion. So, um, I'm always checking in, seeing where they're at, if I can help them. And then if they've hit a wall, some, you know, we'll try to find fun ways to, bring back that energy. So oftentimes I'll tell them, let's do some short flash fictions. Let's do, um, you know, if we just pulled a topic, can you write me something short and quick to really, um, to really get your creativity going? And then you can come back. Ooh, very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. This has yeah. been so helpful. And are you busy right now? Are you open for submissions or are you current? Completely you open. I'm, um, so since I just started agenting, um, about two years ago, I'm aggressively building my client list right now. So I'm really looking for picture books. I, um, I have a three-year-old, so I've fallen in love with picture books as now that I have him, he's a, he reads, there was a point where we were reading over 30 books a day. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so, I love it. That's so we, awesome. have, we have, I think three different libraries for him. There's one in his room, there's one in his playroom, and there's one downstairs in the family room. And I, I absolutely love picture books. So if you, if there's anyone that has picture books, I'm literally, I'm looking for strong characters. I'm looking for, um, I would really love some underrepresented voices like cultural lores, mythologies that aren't as prevalent. Um, mm. It could be a twist of a story where you're bringing a lore or some sort of mythology to light in a picture book friendly format for kids. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So yeah, we love books. <laughs> we love oh, books. Good. Well, hey, after you get off here, make sure you shoot me an email with a mailing address and I'll be sure to get you some some of the books on our shelves oh, here drag. in the family <laughs> library. So absolutely. Yes. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This wraps up our series and we are working on something in um, I think January or February, we'll bring, be bringing another series to writers out there. So stay tuned. Carly from Fused Literary Agency, thank you so much for thank your you so much time. For having me. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.